Well, on this episode of Unpopular Disney Opinions, it's a very special one. So special that Lindsay actually had to step away for it. Um, I'm just kidding. Mostly because she actually doesn't watch a lot of Marvel movies. And that's surprising. So I had to bring on two of the best people that I know to talk about Marvel, the best Marvel movies, because that's what we're talking about today. And you've already heard them on the podcast. And that's Sean Sullivan and Eric Milston. What's up, guys? hey oh. What up? Excited to be back. You know, I th- I feel like I, Sully did so well last time that I really had to step up my game this time. No, oh you guys both did amazing. You, you both of those episodes were our most listened episodes. So that's what I'm just, talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. And but, I know this one is going to be just as listened to because I feel like I was having to pick my favorite children with best Marvel movies. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I, we, I went on a date with Lauren last night. We had a date night and I literally spent the entirety of dinner talking about this decision and, <laughs> and, and antagonizing it. And Lauren's like, we're on a date. Like, you know, you don't want to talk about something else. And I'm like, I'm no, like, no, this is like an important decision I'm struggling with right now for the pod. I definitely had um, to ask uh, at least one other person, like, hey, what do you think of my three? Is it going to be really bad? And they're like, no, 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 it's not that bad. And I'm like, oh. All I mean, right. You got, well, there's a difference between favorite and best. Uh, let's Correct. Put that, there's a put huge that difference. There. There's a huge difference between favorite and best. And it's yeah. something that Lindsay and I have been working on um, because when we first started this podcast and i was like okay so we're gonna do favorite for this one right she's like sure 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 and then she would throw out best i'm like Lindsay. so yes it is best marvel movies i know that i'm well aware you will hear guardians of the galaxy at some point though unfortunately um yes and same rules applied me and sully and (laughs) eric have not discussed what our movies are we've discussed independently but this is the first time we're discussing all three of us so Mm -hmm. who wants to go first Sully, start us off. All right. All right, yeah. I'll I'll go first, sure. Uh, Number three for me is probably a a little higher on the list for one of our uh, fellow contestants here, as it were. I got to go Guardians of the Galaxy number three. I think it was just such a different movie at the time for Marvel and the the decisions from James Gunn to bring in the cassette player. The music is undefeated. Uh, Pink actually gave me uh, a, a the, the soundtrack on vinyl for Christmas one year. I loved it so much. It's so good. Um, showing my cards there a little bit, how much I like this movie. But it, it is truly one of the best. I think it's, you know, Star Wars um, it, it meets Back to the Future. Uh, and it's just, it's just such a fun Rick rolling adventure. And it was completely different um, from anything up to that point. So I think it was... Uh, definitely in my top three you know the think- funny thing go for it heather no no eric go ahead i was gonna say you know the funny thing here is i think heather is actually more upset that you didn't rank it higher yeah no no because everybody's different right and i'm curious to hear what the other two bested for sully um because yep. i have my own personal reasons why I have it higher than number three on my list, which is absolutely no surprise. My surprises are definitely mm-hmm. going to be number threes and twos. Um, but, you know, I, I think, in my opinion, Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack is the best soundtrack of oh. any Marvel movie that they've, mm-hmm. they've had, arguably to Black Panther. Um, but those two soundtracks, like, there is not a soundtrack almost better than those two. 
No, like absolutely not. Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. I will a hundred percent. I think we all can agree. It is. It's Forrest Gump level. Yeah. Yeah. I've never Which thought about it like golden that. Standard. But yes, yep. It's good. So my, my third uh, is going to be probably more of a surprise, uh, but I am going to go with Ant-Man. Okay. And, and, and I actually just decided that th at this moment, like it was, it was toggling <laughs> between three and four. And I finally just was like, I'm going to go for it. And I, and I made that decision. Now it's Ant-Man. Like okay. Did you make that? Because Paul Rudd is not the sexiest. The, it, 2021 the sexiest man alive. I mean, the, I you know, the, it's like the biggest shock of the year. You know, like it's just. I mean, one big fan of Paul Rudd, to, and and like just the cast overall. Like, like just the whole concept. Who doesn't love a heist? I love heist movies. Number one, and mm -hmm. and this is a a great heist movie with superheroes, which is like elevates it to a, like another level for me. Um, so I, I really just enjoyed it. I mean, it was witty banter. It was it super was, funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Paul Rudd's hilarious. It's the connection between him and what's her face, the wasp. So is awesome. Is it Evangeline Lilly? Is that who it is? I think it's so. I, I can't, yeah, yep. I can't, I couldn't remember her name, but did yeah. you know that, um, Evangeline Lilly is the only, at this point, she's, uh, I think the only female Marvel superhero that actually has her hair tied back. Hmm. I did not. Very interesting. Yeah. I know. I read an article that she's the only one that has been allowed to tie her hair back. And it's kind of a big deal because if you think about all the rest of them, they have their hair yeah, down. Yeah, hair flowing. And... Right. But like if I'm, you know, going to boxing or I'm, you know, going to combat, I'm not going to have my hair down. So it's almost, it's almost been like a hilarious oxymoron. Yeah. Like, good luck fighting and... with a bunch of flowing hair in your face. And, and and I and I think an interesting thing about Paul Rudd playing Ant-Man and his character really is like I almost think of it as like they wanted Spider-Man. Spider-Man is right your friendly neighborhood. He provides kind of a quirkiness to the to the Avengers, right? When he shows up in like Civil War and Paul Rudd and him kind of meet, right? Um, and and I feel like it's I, I just Paul Rudd just really to me really is that character. And that yeah. personality embodies him, and it was so much fun to watch. I think Michael Pena makes those movies. He's so oh, funny. My. Yes, you know. I that, think that Olaf is based off Michael Pena, or yeah. maybe the other way around. But <laughs> I feel like there's a relationship. Just the stream of consciousness. It's yes. so funny. Yeah, so good. I will say when Paul Rudd first got announced, I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to pan out. But it was I can't remember. Um, was Civil War? Civil War was after. Ant-Man mm -hmm. 1, right? Correct. And that's when I was like, dang, Ant-Man 1's pretty good, you know? Um, he was he was the right fit for it. That's that's for sure. My one bone to pick, I don't think the stakes are that. I mean, they're pretty high. Corey Stroll or Stoll or whatever, however you say it, the, the villain, mm, he, take him or leave him. Oh, yeah, I know. He was a weak as he was a weak as fuck character on um, what is it, House of Cards? Is that is that what that show's called? I haven't seen it. I can't say. Never seen it. You guys haven't seen it. It was with it's with Robin Wright and yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, I know it got it, canceled. But... Yeah, um, it was it yeah. was really fantastic. He was also in that show. He was very weak. Um, so sometimes I feel like when you play something right before this, that's kind of 
not even above average, like average, you know, mm -hmm. you might be stepping into like, I don't know, uncharted territory. Cause I was like, oh, that was the last thing I saw him in. I didn't like it. And now you're stepping to this, like now you're like a super unlikable character. And yeah. Yeah. Weeks off. So what you got Weeks. pink? What's your shock right. with the three? I know this might be, it's not really biased, but I think almost unfair. Cause Sylvia, I don't think you've seen this one. And I don't think, you, and, I, and I'm going to apologize now if I'm badgering the name, that it's Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. Yeah, I have seen that. And yeah. is, oh, you did see it? Yeah. Oh, I thought you did. Well, last <laughs> time we talked, you didn't. Oh. Mm. Anyways, like, listen, if I was picking my favorite Marvel movies, I probably would actually put this higher. Because um, that's wow. how much I, I enjoyed Shang-Chi. Um, but, like, I feel like it, a lot of the other Marvel movies relied on this Hollywood CGI, right? Avengers Endgame. I mean, even Guardians of the Galaxy, they rely on the CGI. And I feel like Shang-Chi re like really just tried to put all their eggs in the basket into the action sequences and really kind of pay homage to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which also Michelle they had, a, they had a flaming dragon fight, like a bunch of different beasts. Well, outside of that, but like the bus scene, the bus scene yeah. literally oh, yeah, bus scene was insane. dropped for like, yeah. you know, and, and yes, they were on the side of a building. But the thing is, is there was a lot of those shots that weren't facing outwards. And so you could tell, like, it felt real. Like they spent a lot of time working on those action scenes more than I feel like a lot of other movies in the Marvel, like universe, like the MCU. Um, I mean, I loved, I loved the, like, there was a little bit of everything in it for me, except for romance, which I wasn't upset about. Um, yeah. I wasn't upset yeah, about I it. it. Yeah, I, I don't think it was right for it. And and I will say, though, that to, to your point about the sort of the practical effects, the bus crash was real. Like yeah, that was so cool. they, they actually crashed that bus. And for that scene with the, the garbage truck uh, and spoilers, apologies for people who haven't seen it, streaming November 12th, if uh, uh, so, you know, people can watch it all over and might have already watched it. So. They better have watched it by the time this podcast is 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 live. They got the weekend. It's one of, it's yeah. They got the weekend, um, and then some. But yeah, I mean, I love the homage to the culture. Um, mm -hmm. I love I love the dragon scene. Yes, but I love that it wasn't that long. Like the action sequences outweighed the CGI stuff. Um, yeah, I loved Aquafina. Loved that she was not too like comedy, but yet still had a few of those moments that kind of kept that comedic relief. And honestly, like. The main character, he was awesome. And the fact that on social and like afterwards you find out that he did this Shutterstock um, and he like owns it up, owns up to it. That back in the day, he got paid to do a Shutterstock um, photo shoot of like office like shots. And <laughs> they're, yeah, they're all over the internet and like people, um, they have resurfaced them. The Getty images. Photoshopping his, yeah, they've been Photoshopping his face on other ones. And he has just smashed it. And I feel like, I feel like I had, I mean, I liked The Rock before um, Moana, but he had the same effect where afterwards he's showing how his daughter loves Maui and doesn't believe that he's Maui. And like the same thing happened with me. I was like, I loved this character even more after the fact, because he just seems like legit, not too Hollywood. Um, I will, the, the one thing I wanted to point out um, of all this is the I mentioned her briefly, but Michelle, I also don't know how to pronounce the last name. Yao, Yao, who who play plays Shang-Chi's aunt in the movie. Doesn't say that's the aunt, right? From Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. Also from mm -hmm. the, uh, the mom. 
she's doing all the action stuff, right? She's almost 60 years old. And listen, out of all the truth, like, super impressive. Like, that's what I want to be like when I'm 60 years old. And not only that is like, so she was also in the OG um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon in 2003. But listen to this also other lineup that she's either has been in or about to be in. Okay. So you have Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in 2017. Crazy Rich Asians in 2018. Um, she was a consistent member on Star Trek, um, Star Trek Discover. If you guys didn't see the movie Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix, which was just a totally badass shoot 'em up, you know, John Wick yep. meets Karen Gilliam. And she's gonna be in <laughs> I was in Shang Chi. She's gonna be in Avatar 2, Avatar 3, Avatar 4. Don't need them. Hate those movies. But yeah, it's an impressive <laughs> resume. <laughs> And I, it's a little bit of recency bias in there, but I, I mean, the, the movie was really good. I really did like it. Um, and the awesome with all the representation and what it meant to the, to the Asian culture, you know, and the, you know, just so cool, you know, with, with just the to, badass to walk and, into, to walk into phase four and like have a movie like that, knock it out of the park. Yeah. I praise. You know, and, I and I, I want to just let's, let's save a little bit of time here. I'm going to jump into number two and say my number cool. two is, is Shang-Chi. Yeah, go for no it. No way. Yep. That was, that's my number two. Like uh, for a lot of the reasons you said it, like it was a stunningly beautiful film to watch. Mm -hmm. uh, like the, the choreography, the fight choreography, you don't see that very often. Is to the to the to the magnitude they did it. It was just yeah. so stunning to watch, and it, it was so much fun. Uh, you know, uh, like you know, Aquafina. You're right. Wasn't the typical over the top comedic figure figure, which was amazing. I I didn't want her to be that in this, and they didn't make her that. Um, and I thought she killed it. Uh, you know, I just the chemistry between the two of them as friends was fantastic. I very much enjoyed the movie. I think they did an incredible job with it. And it, it was a, a really a, an amazing way, honestly, to end the pandemic or not end the pandemic, but like come back into theaters, right? That was the first yeah. movie that was really a, a, a pandemic movie. Um, and, and I think it was just such a, a pleasure to, to watch. And I, like to me, it just catapulted up to the top of, of what it, I think are the best Marvel yeah. movies because of so many different things to it that that I think really just elevated it above others and and again it's it, it I think part of it is being phase four like starting kind of a new start Marvel movies got heavy right yeah there was there was a heaviness really attached to it and while there are, were elements of this movie the villain was the the story arc for him was tough and just in general the family drama and the family aspect that is heavy but the movie didn't feel heavy like Avengers and Marvel had really been for the last mm -hmm. you know, handful of movies. And I really, I think that makes it to me one of the top, top, you know, Marvel movies. Every Captain America movie feels like you're trudging through mud and it's awful. I will, I don't know. Like, are you guys like repeaters, like repeat watchers? Like I. Yeah. I I'll, I'll need to watch this one again, to be honest. You know, and you know, I, I could. I think the three, the three of mine are very rewatchable, in my opinion. And um, so and, go with number two. Let's hear your number two, Sully. Thor Ragnarok. I, 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 ah. I honestly, that's my favorite one, but I got to rank it as second best. If we're, uh, definitely a difference there, as we stated. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of the same reasons why you guys like Shang Chi. It's super. 
uh action sequences are in, insane beautiful movie cgi is incredible taco watiti is a stud director yes. and and completely changed the, the arc of that movie series where one and two are not that great i wasn't that big of a fan i didn't have high hopes and then i go in and i basically see you know the good parts of thor are still there and then it then it's just a better version of guardians of the galaxy in my opinion i, I have a question for you oh. playing like devil's advocate here um yeah what do you like do you think that thor ragnarok was though kind of an attempt to make the uh, separate from guardians group the avengers and them more like guardians maybe sure i mean i don't see why i don't see if that's a bad thing i don't I, fair enough guardians is a really good thing and ytd yeah. put his own spin on it and and resurrected that character and and it's the talk about soundtracks incredible soundtrack as well oh with, yes with, with just so many good classic rockets over amazing thrilling cgi uh just the, just the bridge scene at the end holla incredible bad guy and then you got basically two almost bad guys that that fight each other at the end it's amazing and it leads right into end game you know so it's 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 um or or um infinity war it's just incredible uh lead up to that and it's really the last kind of semi-happy movie where you were saying earlier that's where it's, it gets way heavy right after that um so yeah it's, it's a really fun rick rolling adventure as well and um love, um love that movie Eric, it's funny you said that because in my notes, I did have trouble. I think at the end of the day, I asked myself, would I rather watch Shang-Chi or Thor 3? Like again, and it was Shang-Chi, but Thor 3, like it, it was just like this for me. So rewatchable. And I, my, and I have in my notes, super rewatchable. Yeah. It felt like a copy and paste of Guardians, but in a in a very tweakable way. And that's mm, how it I felt. I say it's copy Because and I paste. think that they saw... Well, I think that they were like, we want Thor 3, but we don't know the direction they saw. Give YTD way more credit than that. Oh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a genius. But I think that he would have done it maybe a little bit more artistic and a, and a little less on the soundtrack stuff because I saw some of his previous Tessa stuff. Tessa Thompson's incredible too. Jeff Goldblum's Tessa incredible. Tessa Thompson. I mean, Tessa Thompson. Loki, amazing. We got who plays, the Hulk who coming plays in Helena? as well. Um, uh, it's, I can't think uh, of her name. Uh, Clay, Kate Blanchett, amazing, yeah. really unbelievable, good, really good bad guy, and one of the best baddies. Loki, we really start really loving him on that movie. Uh, Hemsworth obviously does his thing. Goldblum, so funny, and then of course we got uh, uh, Krog, um, ah, as well. Yes, Korg. Of course, Korg. 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 Love him. One of like the underrated best characters of Marvel, probably. Definitely. I mean, seriously, outside of like an Avengers movie, that's probably like one of the like most like star-studded casts that yeah Marvel has in a movie. You know, between like yeah. Emmy and Academy Award winners, like or like nominees. A lot of heavy hitters. I just cannot wait to see Tessa Thompson again in marvel because i didn't get enough and the I love and thunder is going to be incredible four. that the thor 4 is going to be even better than three maybe i hope so too it's, it's i mean high hopes but natalie portman's going to be back like the sky is truly the limit on yeah. what's going to happen yeah because he's right, it, coming coming off of just to, just to wrap it up where that character is too for thor coming off the end game and and the, the rest of them with guardians it's going to be 
I have very high hopes for that movie. I mean, that is the first time we're going. I mean, hopefully this isn't a spoiler to you guys, but like, I'm pretty sure if math does everything right, or we, you know, we're gonna see Guardians for even just a moment. Yeah. Oh movie. yeah, for sure. They're still. You together. know. Yeah. Definitely you know, is. and 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 here's to hoping that he loses his dad bod, right? <laughs> yeah, he did. Do you guys like? Wait, do you guys like he already that did. more better than? Did he? Yeah, he yeah. did. He like he like. Oh, yeah. was, uh, maybe I missed that one. Yeah, uh, it's been no, a long. I, I can totally appreciate the male form. Don't don't. I appreciate that. No, Dad Bob was good for the movie. It was yeah, it was great for the movie. But awesome. you know, I can also appreciate you know ripped Thor too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Rip Thor. All right, um, my number two, um, Black Panther. Mm -hmm. So you know, it, and it's like it's a it, for me. Um, one of the things I will actually say that was actually common throughout my top three was that um, like I actually wasn't a huge Marvel comic book fan until the movies came out. I do love comics. Like I grew up reading Garfield comics, and I feel like I didn't get into it. And maybe that's why I feel like these are a little bit better because they portrayed, but. This is a Black Panther, and same with Chang Chi is you take a, a step, like a small step in the wrong direction, and you could have a thousand knives coming at you for this and that. And I just think that from a complete, complete total movie perspective, Black Panther is probably the movie that majority of the people that don't even like Marvel movies will like, no mm -hmm. matter what, hands down. And um, it was actually, I actually rewatched it back on my trip out here um i hadn't seen it in in a while and obviously i've seen the other ones more recently and like i mean do i think that chavik bozeman like r.i.p did like the best academy award-winning performance no but he was perfect like he was the perfect person for like the role and honestly i was kind of obsessed with michael b jordan as killmonger killmonger like was, was incredible like interesting give, fact did you know that killmonger michael b jordan uh, Michael B. Jordan actually wanted to be or auditioned to be Falcon. Uh, wow. Uh, really? Mm -hmm. It would be, yeah. That's amazing. That's a that's a great fact. But yeah, that yeah I think he's one of the best villains in, in the MCU. Yeah. Arguably, I think he's, I think like, I think he's probably the best because of like his rise to power without even getting the purple orchid before that. I mean, is wildly yeah, was, impressive. He was a bad dude, and it's just his will to 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 rise that mountain and uh, yeah. take over the whole kingdom in one swoop. It's brilliant, yeah. and that, yeah. but that's a good point about the villain too, because it's so hard. I feel like Marvel really does struggle to to come up with good villains and to write them well. And mm -hmm. like he is a good example of a really well written villain. I think you know the other one being from Shang Chi, his, his character arc as a villain in that movie. Uh, is fantastic. So, like you know, I feel like it's hard to find well-written villains, and Killmonger in Black Panther was that, definitely. I heavily, I heavily rank these movies on villains for sure. You know, Guardians of the oh. Galaxy, great villains. Thor, Hall, amazing villain, and my last one, really good villain as well. So, I mean, to be honest with you, because I feel like if you have a, a really worthy hero and you don't have a worthy villain, then like, what's the point of the movie? You know. You, mm -hmm. you, to some extent, I mean, you gotta have them stakes. You gotta have stakes. <laughs> they gotta be high. Like, let's go. You know, I want, I want potential death, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I like honestly though, I will say that I think Killmonger, like George, Michael B. Jordan's performance, was the best of any of the characters in in that. Um, he he acted it like 
yes, it was well written, but it was really well acted, like way better than it was written, I think. Um, well, I, I will say that I also think that this was the most unexpectedly funny movie out of all the Marvel movies. And to the point where like, even rewatching it for like the fifth or sixth time, I've laughed out loud over mm -hmm. um, Shuri, the sister and yeah. the head guard who just, you know, how can like you get to like, they're making fun of the king and he's like yeah. kind of cool about it, but like he's, he's like ball, you know, and <laughs> He's like, yeah. I didn't, he, I never freeze. And then, you know, like at the beginning of the movie, the um, head of the Wakandan army is like, don't freeze when you see her. He's like, I never freeze. And he does, you know, and, and she gives him shit, like not afraid and, and, you know. But anyways, I thought like this movie, everything was beautiful, knocked everything out of the park. Obviously, mm -hmm. like I still listen to the music. I hear on the radio, the music from the soundtrack. and For sure. Yeah. yeah. So another, because, because we all we all kind of know uh, why don't you tell us your number one? Shocker, right? I mean, <laughs> at least you're not wearing the shirt. I know. I actually went neutral. I tried to go neutral this time, and I was just, you know, but um, yeah, Guardians. You know what? I actually had the hardest time sitting down to write any notes for this one because I was just like, I don't know. Like it's just number one. Like there's so many. There's so many reasons. I don't it's so obvious why it's so obvious right no <laughs> you know i think for me like i walked into this one knowing nothing and walked away falling in love and i felt like it had literally a little bit of truly everything and i think mm -hmm. that for me it, it it was the most complete movie of of marvel in the sense of it has action it has romance it has laughter it ha it makes you feel the different emotions and honestly, I think that I resonated with this, with the characters the most. And I feel like as a group, um, as a ragtag group of, of misfits, I feel like they were just more relatable and not as perfect as a Thor or as super smart and rich as, as Iron Man. Like, yeah, those are people that are like, cool. Yeah. I, you know, but like, they're not really people that you can feel like resonated to. And, I as guess. My girlfriend says you, you love an origin story. Gotta love an origin story there too. So they introduce you to these great characters. They're, you know, they're, they're the anti-heroes of the Marvel universe and they're they're goofy and fun and they fit. And it's, yeah, it's it's a great movie. And and I want to be clear that to all the uh, listeners here that Heather is saying this while staring at a, a framed photo from the ride of Mission Breakout, a jacket that's Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> with the backpack that matches, of course. Uh, not to mention maybe a few shirts that might be hanging around in the closet. She's got a Groot in her car that, that goes back and forth, you know, up on her dashboard. Yeah, it's, it's intense. First of all, he doesn't swing back and forth. He is not a hula girl. Groot is with Rocket in the proper fighting stance. So fuck you both. Um, whatever. I will say, though, like, I appreciated the engine, like, James Gunn, when he made this movie, which I thought, I think anytime you do something different, it, you know, it moves you. He created the movie by creating the soundtrack first and then yeah. wrote the movie based on the soundtrack. And I think that Mad was- Mad props there. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Sully did it, I will say this before, Eric, Sully didn't mention when he talked about the galaxy that oftentimes when we, pre-pandemic, pre we would drink and we would go sing karaoke and we would go sing karaoke, and one of the songs that we would sing sometimes is um, 
the one that's like Uga Chaka, Uga, Uga, on a feeling, Uga Chaka. Yeah. Yeah, hooked on a feeling. And Classic. we would often sing that and be really drunk at a bar and sing that, screaming that from the top of our lungs. Mm -hmm. And actually one time, Sully and I chest bumped after we sang it and I flung like halfway across the bar. I broke her, her head. <laughs> <laughs> Every, like every, it was like it was like that thing at a party where I was like, <gasps> "It's okay." And I was like, "I'm good, I'm good." Record scratch. She got up and Uga Chaka Uga. That was great. That's amazing. No, it, it, it is an incredible movie. I mean, I think we all agree. It, it's it's it was it changed. I think it changed the trajectory of a lot of Marvel movies. Right. Totally. Like, yeah. So I, no, I'm, I'm there. I think I think Panda's having a rave in the background. But like... Yeah, so we we have light issues. Um, <laughs> welcome, to, welcome, welcome to Club Redondo. Uh, we've we've had the lights flicker on and off. I feel like there's either a ghost or uh, yeah, we have some electric problems here in our building. So it's, or Sully's trying to get us really ramp amped for his number one pick. Oh my God, is... Sully, what is it? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 playing Kern Craft over here. Uh, I'm gonna go with Endgame. I'm gonna cop out here. Uh, I, I just think it's it's the best, you know, movie front to back. It's a huge capstone. It gets you crying in the first ten seconds. You know, you everybody yep. walking in there. Nobody will ever forget not watching. You know, watching that in the theaters. It was just such a collective group experience, and you've known these characters for over a decade at this point, and it's it it. it it had all the pressure in the world and it could have just completely fallen on its face, but it didn't. I mean, the infinity Wars, I was nervous. It was, it was good. I could have ranked both of those, but uh, it, the end of infinity war really, you know, it, it's, yeah. it's just, it, it's gut wrenching. And um, you know, you're, you're it's a ginormous cliffhanger, one of the biggest in yeah. movie history. So probably, uh, uh, I think it, it, I think it probably is the best in, in movie history. Yeah. Club Redondo is lit right now. It is. It is popping off. The ghost. <laughs> I think, I, I I think, think you're Thanos right, is, is pissed off. He's. We got the ghost of Thanos in my apartment <laughs> complex. And he's. Shut up. <laughs> Turning off the lights. No, yeah, I, I think you're right, Heather. It's it's the big. If any war was the biggest cliffhanger to Legion, uh, Legion to Endgame, and and Endgame was an amazing capstone. You, you couldn't have yeah. said it better, Sully. Yeah. Sully, yeah. did you feel like the hype um, was too much for Endgame, and or like it delivered on the hype? It absolutely delivered. I mean, the end scene was incredible when everybody came back, and uh, yeah, I think the hype was pretty high, and I was. That's why I was so nervous going into it because there's no way they could have mm -hmm. lived up to it. But yeah, I mean, it was it was three hours and it felt like two for me because I was glued to my seat. And being a huge Hawkeye fan, the, I was glued from the first second when his family died and I'm like just bawling, weeping in my chair. So yeah, it was, I mean, it was there's sick. no way we were going to go through this podcast without a mention of Sully and Hawkeye. If not, that's I'm right. Sure it happens. Um, no matter no matter what, coming up. Little yes, I actually have a question about that. But after all of us yeah. reveal our ones, um, let me ask this. So I think that part of my eh, with with Endgame, and granted, this was also what I struggled with to be number three, was that I feel like I knew that Robert Downey Jr.'s contract was up before the I before I walked into, into the stuff. movie. 
I, I it was, it was, it was, that was known. That was public knowledge. Yep. I didn't, I didn't read anything going into it. I don't want to see la 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 la. I didn't want to get any spoilers, nothing. Yada. I didn't read any reviews. I, I barely, I watched the trailer once, I think. And I was just like, I don't even need to see anything again. Done. See, yeah, I mean, I think I, for me, I, I definitely had known. I knew, I read the comics. I, I know, I knew the comics, right? So, yeah. like, it was less of a, a, you know, a cliffhanger, I guess, for me, just because I, I, I kind of knew what was going to happen, right? I think they, they obviously did change it in some capacity. It wasn't, it didn't follow the comics exactly. Uh, you know, other people were supposed to have died in the comics that didn't die in the movies. Um, so, you know, there's, there's things like that, but I mean, yeah, no, it's, uh, I think that's part of what maybe made it less of a top movie for me was just because I kind of already knew it. So it wasn't as much of a surprise. Whereas I feel like, yeah, for isn't you, that your fault though? And not the movie's fault. Maybe, but they're kind of blaming the, the movie for these, your previous. It's comic book movies. They're comic yeah, but we're, movies. Yeah, but we're ranking the movies, not the comic books. Yeah, but I, the comic books told me kind of things that were going to happen. I knew it was going to happen before Listen, the I, movies. I, I, we're listen, ranking I movies. Will say that I think expectations <laughs> in this world, walking into any movie, expectations is the key, right? If you expect something that's super high, it better fucking deliver. But if you walk into a movie, mm -hmm. like something that we don't really know much that didn't really know much about shang chi which was definitely not a top huge marvel comic book character for them it's well down the list and they felt like you know what this is a great character to put into the new phase four mm -hmm. but like you walk into these movies you don't expect much so we're like wow that over delivered and i think that when you have an expectation of i know there's going to be a snap and i know one of the you know the guys are going to die like it, unfortunately i think just like just the nature of part of the game is that like we may have altered realities of what we think is good or best because of that just regardless you know yeah it yeah. that's why it makes yeah. it a matter of opinion because of that sure yeah definitely i respect your opinion it's a shit opinion but yeah i respect <laughs> it no i mean yeah no of course i love <laughs> it Naturally. all right uh, eric number one uh my number one is not end game not Endgame. It's <laughs> Captain America: Winter Soldier. Okay, I get live with that. That's a good one. I really Boy, like that one. If you if you stopped if you stopped that for Captain America, I would have walked <laughs> out of this podcast. This is I like the first one too. It's not 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 number one, but I like the first one too. It's no, Captain one. America: Winter Soldier was like I mean, Avengers. You know, was like the first time right everybody came together, and this was this was thing. But at Winter Soldier changed. Like the, the that that changed like the the whole entire story arc right of of Avengers yeah. in 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 the Marvel sort of universe right because you all of a sudden Shield is not Shield Shield is is an evil entity and mm. now they are that's it like this that was like the downfall of the entire what you know they had brought and built up right and and it just was like okay wow everything's gonna have to start over and um. You know, I just loved, loved like that, how that, that story. Um, and I also think one of the, you know, we talked about Shang-Chi and the fact that that was used a lot of practical effects. Captain America Winter Soldier was really well known. That movie was known for a lot of that was practical effects. They really limited the CGI, obviously not all of it, right? You can't, you, they didn't actually have. You can't flying. do skinny. Yeah. You can't do also skinny Steve Rogers or, you know, whatever. Right. Well, 
Yeah, you know, so so like I, I will say that. And it also introduced one of my favorite characters, which is Sam. Um yeah, and and so I I really enjoyed watching uh the Winter Soldier because I, I think that it just it changed the story arc of of Marvel, it brought it in a new direction. And uh, it sort of was a, a, a new new age of, of the series. Eric, one of your favorite characters is Sam. I enjoyed him in that movie. I think I really enjoyed his character there. I think we need to have a conversation. There's like a billion other characters that are better. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying he's a top character. I, okay, I, I'm saying, right. I, I'm yeah, saying I like that him. I enjoyed his character in the movie. I think he was a great partner to, to Steve Rogers in that, uh, to Captain America. And... You know, so like I, I, that's part of why I enjoyed the movie was I thought his role was really helped balance Captain America in that. Stakes yeah. are huge in that movie. Love that. And I, I think the last time I watched it, I turned to my girlfriend and was like, I kind of forgot this is, uh, a, a, no, I, I liked it. No, I forgot yeah. it wasn't an Avenger. It felt like an Avengers movie because it's it so epic and big, you know? So yeah. I, I'm, I am a okay with that that pick. I have a hard time rewatching any of the other Captain America movies. I think in the pandemic, I know Eric. I don't know if you did this, but I know Sully did this, and mm -hmm. Amanda did this, and and I did this. Where we ranked, yep. we watched every single Marvel movie, and we and we ranked them all. And Captain for that favorite. Captain America for favorite, yes. And that Captain America one actually went a lot higher for me than I thought. Actually, mm -hmm. um, so I don't I don't disagree with that. I just you know. There's just something so boring about Captain America. Um, he is, he is just, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, like the all-American boy. You know, yeah. I'm just. Well, so that's what, you know, but that, that's why I liked it. You got, you had Black Widow in that. You had yep. him have to go on the defensive, right? He had to go into hiding. I like him and Romanoff going on the run. That's that's a cool little yeah, little yeah. yeah. Like give that, me, like give, me he, give me more of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't just he was the good boy, you know, and I, he he was you know, enemy number one, right? Like that's just, that was the fun of it, I think too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I want to give for context and then I want to ask you guys a very, very important question. Um, for context, Rotten Tomatoes ranking, just so if anybody wants to know, um, the number one Marvel um, MCU movie on Rotten Tomatoes is Black Panther with 96%. Two, Avengers Endgame, 94. Three, Iron Man, at number at 94%, four Thor Ragnarok, 93%, five Spider-Man Homecoming, 92, six Guardians of the Galaxy with 92%, and seven and eight are a tie between Shang-Chi and Marvel's Avengers with 92%. So my question to you guys is something that we didn't talk about. We kind of danced around it to some extent. We talked about best Marvel movies, but let's say we were to say best Marvel content that Disney has produced. Would Loki or would WandaVision or would What If or anything else that I'm maybe not mentioning go into, would it, would it slide into your top three or like where would you rank that, those among some of the movies? Uh, <laughs> whoever, I know I just threw a, a, left, so, a left curveball at you, but I think I, they're I, like, go ahead. Yeah, I'll jump in there. I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I wouldn't put up there. No, uh, no, that's why I didn't even I, mention it because right. I just want to be clear. You said whatever else. I wanted to specifically call that out. It does not belong there, and it it, it unfortunately is is not there. Uh, the next, I, I WandaVision, I I 
it's tough because the first three, four episodes were so hard for me to get through. And I know there was a reason and a purpose they did that, but I just couldn't, like it took me, I didn't watch them every week. I couldn't keep up with it because I just, it took me a long time to get to watching those episodes. It was, was, like, it was slower it. start for sure. Yeah. And cause it was only cause Heather told me, she's like, you got to get through at least the fourth ep- to the fourth episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Which is I'll a huge it. investment for a TV show. I mean, granted, it's only yeah. a 30 minute episode. Um, but I mean, I, one of um, my clients and um, that I work with, basically someone on their team was like, I don't watch, didn't watch anything Marvel. I started watching WandaVision. I picked up at WandaVision. I picked it up at WandaVision, watched the first three episodes and now wants to watch everything back. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? It's not yeah, our I guess demographic. Big I Love Lucy fan. <laughs> you know, but not our demographic, but the end. I mean, Catherine Hahn, arguably one of the coolest characters, I think, in the MCU. Yeah, she's really um, cool. And Loki, like, with Loki, though, like, because when I was talking about this episode um, with Eliza, and she said, well, you guys can talk about Loki or, like, WandaVision. I said, honestly, I think it's a great conversation. I think it's, I'm going to ask them because yeah. it is interesting. If you put Loki all together to, to make Loki it a and What movie, If were better than the first two. Yeah. I, I And I think for me, What If ranks, ranks them highest. Yeah, um, it was great. Uh, what If was, I watched that like weekly. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't keep up. Like I, I really enjoyed uh, What If. I enjoyed the, the, the world it created. It was so much fun to watch. Yep. Talk it was probably left, my favorite thing to ups watch. Ups and downs, turns. I love the different themes of each, the zombie themes. And the, yeah, it was it was super fun. And the fact I that mean, it all tied together. The best episode was Star-Lord T'Challa. I mean, literally, like, <laughs> yeah, so when cool. I first, when I saw that poster, I was like, it's your top oh my two. God, like, my favorite things are happening, are. like, at, at the same time. And I don't even know what to do with myself. Like, we got Yondu back. That was really cool. Uh, that was yeah. so good. Okay, that was outside such, of... I, I'd put that like in the top. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's up there. So yeah, I'm as a Hawkeye fan, I've read all those comics that coming up. It, it, it's got a dog. It's got Kate Bishop. It's got Hawkeye. I'm, two I'm, weeks. Yep. Two weeks. It's going to be so great. It's going to be, I think I would say going back to your expectations thing, Heather, I, I don't think many people have high expectations for this. And I think it's going to be a, a perfect little Christmas little star on the christmas tree it's gonna be good and i and i hope fingers crossed that if if my all of my stupid you know theory conspiracy marvel conspiracy theory readings are right i really hope mm-hmm. that we're gonna see um florence Pugh at some point in the hawkeye series well yeah it's not even a conspiracy theory she's going right she's and, confirmed yeah right yeah so it's uh, i think that's that's gonna be i think it's gonna be a little team up there between her and kate that'll be fun um that'll be a lot of fun if you guys had to pick one outside of um for obvious reasons uh, outside of the t'challa star lord episode if you guys had to pick one of those what if episodes that marvel makes a movie out of like a legit live action movie which one of those would you would you choose Mm, so we have um captain carter one that wasn't that season one, one yeah. that will be in season two um was gamora in the tight she was in the titan 
she was in Thanos's like gear, but yeah. they didn't finish it in the pandemic for season one. So it will be in season two, even though she was featured in season one. But uh, party four, I mean, Doctor Strange. Party Thor, you can't take that too far. Uh, that's that's kind of hard played out. I, I really like the Killmonger. You know, Tony Stark one was really, really strong. Oh, yeah. Um, that was super fun where he rescued Tony. And uh, yeah, that, that's 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 a, that's one of my favorite episodes. So I, I, I honestly like Captain Carter. You know, the, I could watch a Captain Carter movie. I was exact. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, Captain Carter, that'd be badass. Like she is yeah. already a badass woman. Like seeing that be a movie would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. She was she was a bad woman. I'm gay. Even if it's played by the same. Oh my gosh, you're gonna make that me just makes me I'm holding it so in much right now. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, I cringed when you said that. Like that panda was probably like, "Oh, never say that again." <laughs> okay. Well, I will ask. Do you guys have any honorable mentions that you want to talk about? Something that Lindsay and I, we, we do it for every episode. Um, we've talked about all of mine, which is Endgame and Ragnarok. Um, but I'll, I, mean, Ragnarok, I mean, Ragnarok was going to be, was one of the ones I was debating between. So that's, that's for me, I, I, it was hilarious. Like, I still say, I, I work with him, you know, like yeah. that, that's such a funny <laughs> moment. Um, OG uh, Avengers, getting the team together. I mean, that's worth mentioning. I love that movie. Very rewatchable. You know, it's, if we had to go top 10, Iron Man would be on my top 10, but it definitely wasn't on top three. Definitely no. not. Yeah. No, I think Thor Ragnarok for me and, and, and Endgame really was, I mean, it was the star studded cast. It was, it was a, mm -hmm. they brought everybody. Yep. It was the entire band and some of the band dies and it's, what, what anytime anytime you can get me to cry like a giant baby hmm. not once but like almost twice i think in that movie um, no for like an, an, the last hour i think you were i was gonna say like i think multiple times it's just heartbreaking yeah i don't think i stopped like once natasha um died i was like it was an uncontrollable sob like it was like a and, yeah, and it's funny because like once you get there and they start talking i was like oh i know what's going down and it's definitely not hawkeye mm -hmm. it's definitely not hawkeye you know yeah um it couldn't be but yeah guys I, I, honorable um, mention i did enjoy black widow I yeah really, really good spy movie black widow yeah yep. uh, people might forget that one it is there but uh it to me oh. that one was a lot of fun to watch and uh i i enjoyed it but real funny story about that though by the way to, uh, sidetrack we went to see uh black widow in in the theaters and mm -hmm. You know, when it came out, I, kind of in the pandemic there still. And uh, I, the movie finished after watching these badass women kick ass for like two hours, right? Like they are they are moving, they are flipping, they're kicking everybody to the, you know, the kicking their asses Flipping their hair. Why do you flip your hair? Yeah. Why do you yeah, flip right. your hands? Um, and, and I, and I get up from my chair at the movie theater where I've been sitting and eating popcorn and I cramp up and I'm like, Oh my God, cramp my leg. Like it was the saddest thing I think Lauren's yeah. ever seen me do. <laughs> I think that movie made me laugh, laugh like uncontrollably out loud. I mean, Lawrence Pierce is easily one of my favorite Marvel characters. The only problem is it came, Shang-Chi came out right afterwards and I was like, oh, I mean, like, it just overshadows it, you know? Yeah. And yeah, um, Bigger scale. 
But it was good to put different. a bow on. on You're right. It's off. totally different scale. Totally, Eric. I'm happy you throw threw a bone to it. I mean, like I think at one point I was like, maybe I should beef Lawrence Pugh for Halloween. <laughs> you know, the vest yeah, with all be the good. Like, there's so many pockets, yeah. right? You'd find some tight white leather. Good <laughs> Ask Amanda how she feels about tight white leather and wearing yeah, it sure all around. I guarantee it's probably like a hell no. I can't even yeah. imagine how horrible it was. That's where you got to get the utility like vest and then maybe a, a fanny pack or something. Mm -hmm. Utility belt or something because it was. Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, guys, I'm really impressed with your list. I thought we were gonna fight way more. I didn't no. think Sully that Guardians was gonna be on yours. So I didn't thank I, you. That was I switched it at the last second. It was gonna be Infinity War, but I couldn't put them both on there, right? Like they're, 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 <laughs> that would be movie. a real fucking cop out, and I would have that would have been, been like, a huge cop out. Yeah, I agree. See, and that's so. the thing, though. You know, like, while we wanted to do our the best movies, we really had to make it super subjective, right? Yeah. Because objectively, right, it's easy. It's Endgame, Infinity War, like, you know, the, like the ones that really rank at the top are easy to say those are the best, yeah. right? And, and I think we did a really good job, you know, just, you know, choo-choo, you know, whatever. Uh, but like we did a really good job, like trying to think and be like, you know, what do we think is the favorite is the best, not mm -hmm. the favorite, sorry, is the, is the best. And, and yeah. I think that was the difference is that's why it's super subjective instead of it being like, let's look at Rotten Tomatoes or let's look at Metacritic. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's easy. I mean, for me, it's just, yeah, of course it's easy to put Avengers Endgame because of the amount of people in it, but does it make it a, does it make that the best movie? Just because Sony you have... believes, yes, yes, Heather. I, no, I, I never I, once I... mentioned the amount of people in it. I said it was a really good capstone to ten years of work, and it the 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 stakes were too high, and it did not fail. And for that, it should be number one. No, I, I'm not saying that, but I think when I was going through my list, I did like, not mention. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I, I did. I mentioned it. I fucking did it. I mentioned it. I'm just like, there's so many people. Of course, people are going to pick this as one of the best movies, but like. For me, like Infinity War wasn't a complete movie. I don't, I don't want yep. the most massive cliffhanger at the end of a movie. Like that's a fucking. It is a part one. It is not. Well, they a were movie It's a part one, right? They were taping you know? both of them at the same time, and that did a little disservice to the first one. I get it. How it, you know? It, it's it's easier to for for continuity purposes and just easier, probably cost cutting purposes. To be honest, not that they cared. They spent two hundred million dollars on the freaking marketing alone for Endgame, so. Yeah, I, I don't. I, 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 I'm with you. I, I, you can't put Infinity. That, that's why I'm glad I switched it. You can't put it in top three. Yeah, yeah. you know, but th those. I mean, regardless, they are some of the best movies. I mean, mm -hmm. anybody that watches. Um, I think the only one of all the like, let's get the cast together. That is not my favorite. Is Civil War. I think that's not arguable. Um, I agree. I agree. Oh, boy. It is unpopular like, Disney opinions. We had to finish with one of them. <laughs> Wait, what about Spider-Man 3? Eric said he agreed. I agree Overrated. with him on that. What about Spider-Man 3? Are we doing not Disney, you know, Marvel? But it's you know, technically pre MCU. Like, it's a Marvel right. movie. Yeah, Spider-Man 3. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I like the Spider-Man movies, but I, 
maybe the, I just maybe I don't understand. I feel like there is an infatuation with Spider Man, and I don't get it. <laughs> Who doesn't like emo uh, Spider Man? Like, I mean, I don't know. Anywho, I love. The wait, Naya, wait, but... we're talking. We're not talking Homecoming. We're talking like the Tobey Maguire emo <laughs> yes. one. Is your you're oh, putting fuck it? That, at... Eric, go away. Oh God, I I I I don't think I ever finished that movie. I think I watched. <laughs> I, that's, that might have been I'm one not... of the only movies I've ever walked out of the theater. I'm kidding. Like, it's I not even, even anywhere on the list. <laughs> I can't even. Like as soon as he was doing like the the Fallout Boy head swoop, like Teenix, I'm just like, I'm gone. See, ya. I didn't even make it to Venom in that movie. I'm just like, I'm out. <laughs> well, we don't even need to have Solidon for worst Marvel movies because there it is, right there. <laughs> There's one. I would think that actually the worst Marvel movies though is actually a very small list. And it's very, it, we, it, there would be a lot of overlap. Thor. Um, Thor one. You know what though? Have you guys ever seen the Ed Norton uh, Hulk? Oh yeah. That's number one by far. Yeah. I, in the rewatch, refuse to, refuse to rewatch it. I, I, I watched like really movie. Spider-Man three. Yeah, exactly. Movie. I watched that no. movie in five minutes or whatever on YouTube video to get through it. So I, to count on the rewatch list, but I already knew where it was going. It was going at the bottom. Real quick story, and then and then we'll head out. The only reason why I bring that up when I this was like a year or two ago, I was at home, and my dad is this thing where he just flips the channels very incessantly, like he doesn't. He has like ADD, and oh, yeah. he stopped on he stopped on one channel, and he was like, "What do you think this is?" He's like, "What no, the like, hell is this?" He's like, "Let's guess," and and he said, "Let's figure out how long it takes," because because like, like we're watching it for like a minute. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" He's like, "I don't know." He's like, "We should just continue to watch it and just guess what it is," and it was. <laughs> The Hulk's Ed Norton, and like I felt like minutes I and still hadn't seen the it Hulk. Took us, it took us about eight minutes, and then at the very end of that eight minute mark, or like seven or eight minute mark, I heard the word banner. I was like, Oh my god, it's the Hulk movie. He's like, No, it's not. This movie's absolutely terrible. And then he clicks the guy, he's like, Oh, fuck, it is the, the, the Hulk movie. Like, <laughs> so bad. There's your clue, right? So there. bad, like, yeah, guys. Thank you so much. Um, I know my Bravo, sister is well thankful for you both. You guys are amazing. Um, awesome. I can't wait to have you guys both on for next season. I know Lindsay's excited to get to have you both on we'll next season. We'll do top season. three Hawkeye episodes when I come back on. <laughs> it be that good. It's going to be that good. We'll rank everything else Marvel, and Hawkeye will be number one. Yeah. yeah. Know it's got a lot to live up to. but um, anyways. It's got a dog. Lucky's going to steal the show. <laughs> I don't know. Those dogs in Cruella, though. That's pretty They're pretty good. They're pretty oh, good. Yeah. Anyways, Sully, Eric, thank you again. I really appreciate it. We'll see you back for season two. Um, and yeah, let us know what you think. Um, Lindsay will be back next week for the final episode of Unpopular Disney Opinions. And we're going to talk about worst rides to get stuck on. And hopefully it's not a bad omen to when we hey, go I've to been Disney World. Around. I tell, I'm going to tell the story, Sully, so don't you worry. Just a it's tease one of my right favorite, there. Just a tease. It's one of my favorite stories of all time, believe it or not. If I have, a, if I have to have an all-time favorite Disney um, story, it is, Sully, you getting stuck on, on that ride. That's, Teaser. That's amazing. Is one of them. Love is it. one of them. All right, guys. Thank you so much. What's up, guys? Heather here. And on behalf of the Pink Sisters, just want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Unpopular Disney Opinions. Make sure to subscribe anywhere where you listen to podcasts to keep up to date on future episodes. You can also find us on YouTube and TikTok at Unpopular Disney Opinions.
But if Instagram is more your speed, you can find me at Disney Pink Adventures on all unpopular Disney opinions things and, well, more. Thanks for listening.